0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Jojo Agenda. A podcast that's been such a long time in the making. Based on, you know, of course, JoJo's bizarre adventure. Namely the anime, but we'll also be talking about the manga as well. Of course, this is the legendary series created by Hirohiko Araki. Uh it has spanned time space everything it has been going on since before i was even born <laughs> <laughs> it is truly one of the most uh legendary series ever and it's, it's a long t- it's been a long time coming that i have my own show uh and, and me and cyrus really have our own show on the lookout right
1: <laughs> yeah um we've been trying to pitch jojo to uh you know the lookout the, the lookout boys but i I'm very I'm very much getting the energy that like part one is too boring for them to get through. So like it just it's not working out. Like um I was listening to an episode uh of the lookout and Jeff was just like it's a different taste. I never hear him say <laughs> that about anything.
0: <laughs> that's how you know. That's yeah. that's how you know. Uh like that it is that that like that they're just not feeling it and yes. and you know we're going to talk about that and what we're going to do is we're going to go through uh we're going to go through the anime series we're going to weave into the manga as well i think we've both read all of them mm-hmm. i i i have definitely read all of them uh up to um jojo lion uh which just ended so now that it's ended i'm just waiting for a little bit more translations to come out for it yeah um, that's,
1: that's literally all i'm waiting for <laughs>
0: yeah so i'm just waiting for some translations to come out for the end so i can start running that i ran like the first book i think and then i just kind of stopped because i didn't know when it was going to end i didn't know if it was you no know, it literally just ended what september yeah so this year <laughs> and it
1: started in like 2011 so
0: yeah so it i mean that I was in my twenties when it started, you know. So that, you know, that, that's, you know, that's okay. And we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about our entry into into JoJo. What I'm gonna do for this episode is that we're gonna we're gonna do what the anime series does, and we're gonna consolidate <laughs> Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency. If that's cool with you, Cyrus.
1: No, that's perfect. That's uh, that's great. Um, I have a lot to say about Battle Tendency as a whole because, um, I ha- I haven't rewatched JoJo since like 2000. 15 or 16 and you know preparations for this and uh the episodes for triple beam streams that was like the first time i revisited in a long time so yeah uh, i i would say you know just life things and understanding like you know uh different mediums and coming back to this i get a new appreciation for the story and i think part two definitely i think it gets a lot of credit but i feel like once people get to part four everybody kind of forgets uh how cool um part 2 is um yeah. but it is what it is
0: yeah i mean i, I really just want to get into before we start proper our entry into jojo's bizarre adventure did you start in
1: 2015
0: uh or was it earlier than that
1: i yeah i would start in 2015 um my entry of it would be i heard that it was inspired by Fist of the North Star when I was watching some Let's Plays on YouTube. And I was just like, (laughs) okay, I'll check that out Um, after I finished Fist of the North Star. And then I started part one and I was just like, oh, Jonathan just looks like a pretty version of Kenshiro. Like that's literally it. (laughs) Um, And, you know, uh, what is it? Like the Jill Star resiliency? like that they kind of get like the more the struggle the the kind of stronger they get that was very Fist of the north star s because kenshiro goes through a lot and um he always bounces back so i thought uh you know them just ripping from that like obviously it's just like plot armor or whatever but they kind of let you know that the plot armor is always in play so i thought that was always really funny
0: yeah it you know it it's an interesting series especially on, on my end Because I knew about JoJo a very long time ago. My cousin, who I'm going to send him the link to this, because you
1: know, (laughs) reap what you sow, asshole.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm going to send the link to this because I got to, you know, I got to say it publicly to the, you know, the hundreds of people that listen to this podcast. He was right, and you know, my cousin he's really more like my like my brother. You know, like we we grew up together, Mm -hmm. and he was and, and is a huge JoJo fan, and when I first kind of saw it the first time in like tw- like the twenty tens, it was sometime around there. We were like really big in a Marvel versus Capcom, uh, three <clears throat> at the time, mm-hmm. and Street Fighter four and all that stuff. So like we, we we playing that, and then he he would like break out some JoJo stuff. He break out the he'd be reading the books or the mangas like in front of me. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Shit? And I'm like, he's just like, you know, it shows his bizarre adventure. It's, it's it's fire. I'm like, that shit don't look fire. I'm like, who are these? Oh no,
1: nah. these- <laughs> that the uh, the 80s art style of what is it? Uh, Phantom Blood. Like, I would say like the first couple chapters before you know uh, they grow up and they do the rugby thing, or you know, yeah. they just become adults. It look it's not of this era because you know it's not um that art style that you know young joe uh young jonathan is in or young deal is in like that is played the fuck out especially since yeah, we, we are of the dragon ball age
0: yeah and by the time that we saw it you know that, that was it so i was doing my pandemic watches of a lot of animes and you know everyone in Lookout discord a shout, shout out to them like they they saw me kind of live You know, live post and in the discord, everything I was watching and I was watching Attack on Titan. I was watching my hero. I was watching everything because I was just catching up, you know, because I just didn't have anything else to do. Finally got around to Jojo and I said, this is that whack shit that my cousin always used to. (laughs) (laughs) And I was hooked. I didn't know.
1: I didn't know at all. I, I would say definitely give it something like for me, I was instantly hooked in because you know there's all there's always like the me, uh, memes and stuff like that. um like the the goodbye, Joe Joe, like that's the first that, that's the first meme that I ever saw. And right. like, even before then, you know you're getting all the uh i, I would say, you know, since it was always reference uh Fist of and the North Star. I was just like, oh, it's you know all the Fist of the North Star stuff is like you know, kind of showing and kind of peeking. And yeah. for Jojo, I would say it brought me back into anime because, you know, obviously I fell off Naruto. I wasn't really feeling Attack on Titan. Uh, so I just stopped and right. I just played video games a lot more. And then Jojo brought me back in.
0: Yeah. And I mean, there's Jojo memes <clears throat> that I would see that I didn't know were Jojo memes. <laughs> <So> <laughs> uh,
1: uh,
0: what is it? Dio uh, with, the, with the controller? <laughs> yeah, with the, the controller, controller. the wall. the the deal walk Uh the big one for me was the to be continued and and we'll talk about that too when we talk about like the music the to be continued was something that i saw saw all the time and i never knew it was from that or it was from the manga
1: translated to the anime Uh, so when when that got really popular that's when i was like watching like you know week to week so it's it was kind of interesting to see that like meme kind of like bloom Uh, yeah and you know
0: I was wrong, <laughs> and I, I just want to take the time right now to say I apologize to my cousin. He was right. Ryan, you were right. I, uh, I, hope, I
1: hope he beats your ass when he sees you again.
0: He's, he's, he might be able to. He, he's, you know, shout out to him. He's He actually uh, got deployed. He's, he's he's going through training right now. So um, shout out to him. Well, he, like he, he he about He's about
1: to come back like a Joe star. The early oh, era. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he about to look like one bro he about to really look like one but shout out to him i'm going to send him a link to this so he can hear it and he can hear my public apology to him uh <laughs> about jojo but but jojo's bizarre adventure uh one of the longest running uh manga series you know period it just it, it's been going since 1987 uh started in weekly shonen jump and then moved to ultra jump in 2005 during the the part 6 arc uh just, just very like it started January 1st, so four months before me,
1: it, w- it was around.
0: Four months before me,
1: it was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's been going on for so long, and I think it's kind of crazy to see something like this because they it ultimately ends like not that, like you know, these parts are like standalone, but like yeah. they stop. And then start yeah. at a new point in time in a chapter, and I feel like that is kind of what I want from a lot of things going forward. Like I would like to see you know people, you know, kind of characters grow into their old age. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of that, interesting and, to me, and that's what
0: I love about JoJo. And and I think <clears throat> what I tell people who are on the fence about it, it is a generational story. Mm. So you know, other than maybe part five, part six. Or not part five, part seven. Um, you know, I think that this is a this is a franchise that has it's rooted in family. It's rooted in family and how they overcome. It's a and the thing is is that the world is very normal. It's like a normal world. It's literally the world that we live in. Same music, same people, same yeah. celebrities are all referenced in these, in these, in these arcs, but they have a supernatural element that kind of sticks with it. So when yeah. it when it first began in show in Weekly Shonen Jump. This was during like the peak of that, you know, one of the peaks in the 80s of Shonen Jump where it had all of the pop. Like you said earlier, Fist of the North Star was there. Mm -hmm. There were so many other like, you know, uh, you know, long running series that were going on at the time. JoJo just happened to be there. And, you know, the fact that honestly, sorry, it's still going on when a lot of these series have ended. It's crazy. (laughs) Like that and Dragon
1: Ball. You know, it's that and Dragon Ball that are, that have been around the longest. Yeah, and I think that uh, Araki has done something very interesting with, like, actually stopping these stories and then, like, telling a new one with, like, whole new characters yep. and stuff like that. Like, I, I'm very inspired by that sort of, like, method or, you know, that narrative kind of, like, uh, the narrative, like, kind of changing and, like, becoming a different person and stuff like that. So I definitely think that Araki takes a lot more risk than a lot of other manga artists have. Um, in his long tenure in the game So I, I commend that Like 100% and that's Kind of really why he's one of my favorite authors Even though like I may have like some Problems with like some of his writing and stuff like that But him being able to just Be like okay we're gonna stop the story Here you know like we're gonna stop Looking at this point in this Person's life and then yeah. we're gonna go To a different point in time and Instead of this Being like a shonen or a battle it's gonna be like a Murder mystery yeah, or like this is gonna be a mafia tale. This is gonna be a prison yeah. story. Like that's crazy. And then you know, uh, he, and then he's you know, being heavily influenced by movies. He's just like shit. I'm gonna make a western now. Like I think that's all right. like, really cool stuff.
0: I um I want to get more. In, I want to talk more about Iraqi. Uh, born in 1960 in Sendai, Japan. Um, he actually had a series before JoJo mm-hmm. called uh, Bao it was a story of a man who is and has has kind of Jojo isms in it. He oh, was implanted yeah. with a with like a with a with a foreign object. He he, uh, he has
1: like a full body stand, uh, yeah. you know, something that would like hard like and he wouldn't do that in, uh, again to like uh or like, you know, a full body stand to like part five. I actually yeah. watched the movie for this since it was available on YouTube when I was doing like, you know, my uh, my own Iraqi like deep dive. Um right it's okay. (laughs) Like, uh, I would definitely say he has grown from a writer since then. And I think it's been amazing to see his journey as a writer.
0: Yeah. And, and it has, it has that, uh, the art style. And I think that's what, that's what draws people to Iraqi the most is his art style. And it has changed. Let's be clear. It has changed, but this is a guy who, and we'll talk more about it. Like, as we go through these series is like, it was really buff it, and it was of the time, right? Yeah, it, it was, the was man, really uh, what is
1: it? like the manime? That's like uh, the genre. It's been like, uh, you know, that's the label it's been given, but like, yeah, uh, just strong figures, big, strong men, muscles, like the yeah. epitome Heimbo. of like strength.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dom, uh, Dom Griffin, who, who's our pal. We did this episode, uh, as well on the, on triple beam streams, but not as involved as this will be. Yeah. Uh, but they call them himbos. That's what they, that's oh, what yeah. they were. And that's what they've grown into. And, it's flamboyant it is um it's colorful it is it's it's nothing like i've ever seen this is stuff that you could literally see in the louvre like some yeah. of the, some of the show
1: oh my that, god
0: some of the art that he puts in this and you know even though we might not be like the biggest fans of like the old the older artwork that he did before he changed his style some of the stuff i think and uh, phantom blood are iconic i mean oh, you've yeah. got the you've got the cover with with uh with jojo with his hands up in a in like a in like a vogue with a,
1: with the uh the crackers and yes. it like the, the balls <laughs> in it,
0: you know, um, stuff like that
1: just, i i would say for phantom blood just to like come back to uh the art style um when they're kids it's it's kind of just like you know it's it's the very cartoony it's like the shin chan or you know uh it's very smooth like a dragon yeah. ball would be um, but once they become, you know, men or teenagers, it's different. And yeah, it's- <laughs> and I, I I like this I I like it a lot because you know it is flamboyant like masculinity or you know homosexuality like it kind of like burnt, uh, blurs those sort of lines and um you know in Fist of the North Star watching the whole thing like you get these pretty men they're wearing makeup finger paint you know colorful hair like it's the eight like it's the 80s and the goddamn 50s or you know uh like they predicted the future and yeah it didn't matter <laughs> like nobody nobody like came up to uh you know somebody's wearing lipstick or whatever it's just like oh you look weak right right like it was never yeah it,
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean and the thing is is that he makes these he makes really flamboyant characters that could beat your ass yeah and, and, I, and i love that like you know i've seen people say you know a lot of times like and this isn't to me. Uh, this isn't to me a bad thing. Like JoJo's like the the, the gayest anime that you could you could ever yeah, uh, watch. Yeah, <laughs> It's fire. Like I don't think that that's a that's a pejorative at all. Like it definitely is. Like, and, and you see that even within the fan bases, it's it's very inclusive. It's definitely the most inclusive type of fan base I've ever seen. Like the thing that's weird to me is that, um, and uh, on Reddit, there are people who, uh like back in the day i would read old reddit posts back in the day about it and they
1: would be very like homophobic which is weird <laughs> i'm like
0: no all reading
1: yeah that that's kind of crazy because you know you look at uh, dio as an adult and he would have you know finger uh finger paint uh lipstick and like not, not only that it, it was implied that dio
0: and we we'll, <laughs> we we'll talk about dio a lot more <laughs> why the dio was bisexual
1: he, in a lot of ways he, a he was hanging out with his homeboy a lot that's all we have to <laughs> say that's all eric he had to say
0: <laughs> um, oh but uh let's get into it let's just get right into phantom blood we've been talking mm-hmm. about we've been touching on it uh phantom blood is is really what i call in, in kind of this chapter of 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 our series on this um is is the introduction of the joe stars yes um and in so many in so many ways it, it is the introduction of the cast the introduction of the bloodline the introduction of dio uh and i think to me in this story dio is as much as anything is a Joe Star as well because he's adopted by yes. uh jonathan's father uh because he had okay. saved uh, Deal's father, Dio, or Dio, you know, Dio's
1: father. Star, okay.
0: <laughs> Dio had, Dio had father had saved uh, Jonathan's father, and he said, "You know, anything you anything you need, I got you."
1: Yes, uh, you know, but um, uh, just about that uh, about the saving. So Jonathan's dad stagecoach crashes, and Dio's dad is trying to rob it, and then uh, jo- uh, Jonathan like mistakes his robbery as like a saving of his child. And I thought yeah. that was really cool because you know, just the the the, uh, the Brando bloodline is very uh, devious and you know, you know deceptive, uh, all sorts of uh, you know words similar it's, to that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's deceptive, it's evil. <clears throat> but what you see here is <clears throat> that Dio does take the silver spoon and he becomes really a worse version of himself with affluence you know and and, that, and there's actually there's a story that has to do with that where it's like you know th- you know the theme of this this first part uh, of phantom blood really is not only just the introduction of, of everything but but the idea that you know it doesn't matter what bloodline you come from people are devious no matter what people or are yeah, uh,
1: or like you're you're uh you're kind of influenced by your you know your past or like your blood yes. or uh and stuff like that like family and like this family tree is like very important to the story so that's why it is so interesting when we get into these later parts where we see the children of these people and then you yeah. know you see the parallels that they share with you know their parents or their fathers and i think it's like so so interesting man
0: yeah and and <clears throat> i mean what what Araki did when creating the characters he wrote down a fictional history for them so he yeah. so and and this kind of gets crazy because he has to keep up with these histories <laughs> throughout the scene and, and sometimes I, I want to make a, a a segment called Araki forgot <laughs> where <laughs> sometimes he does forget but he you know he created Jonathan and Dio with with the duality of light and and darkness yeah. in mind so Dio was depicted as super evil no saving him uh and jonathan was and i think to this day jonathan to me is the is still the most virtuous and the most positive and the most good of even all the protagonists in this own series absolutely
1: um he does like he is so different from you know everybody that would come along and i do think it's it's because dio kind of like taints his like taints his bloodline with like kind of like haunting them and stuff like that so you get Dio who you know he there's no saving his humanity to the point where Dio literally rejects it um right and then Jonathan who was a virtuoso uh just you know just a pure individual and then later on as the family line is like kind of like influenced by whatever ripples Dio had in the past you get criminals, you get, uh, you know, delinquents, um, you know, uh, all, all sorts of uh, crazy shit like that. You know, every just the complete opposite of what uh, Jonathan is. And right. It's cool, man. I love it. I, I love like, you know, just comparing the old protagonists to one another because there's a clear reference that you can, you know, kind of draw from.
0: Yeah, it it, it is it. It's really the beginning of everything, but it is interesting to me in a lot of ways that this series not only lasted so long, but as we talk about the anime, it lasted until 2014. So this started <laughs> in 1987. There was yeah. no anime
1: until 2014. Well, and one thing I, well, one they, question. They I tried, they tried, but it didn't work. So I'm, I'm curious, like what really happened? Well, obviously, because it was kind of just like, you know, Americanized and shrunk down. But um, you know, start the Stardust Crusaders OVA, where it was kind of just like you know, just crumped up into a movie. Um, Yeah, I don't uh, know why that why they did that. But also, Phantom Blood also got uh, a little bit of anime and stuff like that, but it never blew up. So I'm very curious about like what was like the minds of the people that like it works now. Yeah, and the the thing is, is that people had
0: read this for so long. The anime comes out. David Productions does a great job. I think they do it. I think every season they do better.
1: I think every season oh. they've gotten better. Right now, uh, I'm going through golden, golden Wind for this pod, um, and I I I really do miss listening to JoJo. Like it, it is uh just a presentation and everything. Like it, it's it's just so different compared to anything else. Like a punch in JoJo is not like a punch in anything else right it, it's it's really not so i, has, I think that alone has that. just like is that that it, it, it's not even that like everything else like i not not to like you know go on you know the the weekly rant but i was watching a clip from my hero academia and oh boy it not you've been waiting i'm just saying uh i watched a clip from the movie where deku like he like punches a dude but he like punches him a lot like he like fucks him up and I was just like, I don't feel the impact. Like, I am seeing the impact, but I don't, like, feel it. But, like, with JoJo, yeah. you put somebody, and it feels like 30 car crashes. Right. Like, it feels like you heard a train crash. Like, you really feel that impact with JoJo, and I feel like it's kind of lost in everything else. And I would say uh, same for Jujitsu Kaisen. Like, I've been watching that uh, again as well, and it, the sound design just hit different. <laughs> yeah it, i mean everything about it
0: right down to i think what it got right was really the music i think the music of, of these and i like every episode we're gonna talk about like the opener and the and the, and the ending the opening of, of phantom blood that song in the intro oh. where it has all the generations up to jolene and it goes into like basically the whole story with the with the 3d animation and and yeah. and the, some part with deals walking and shit it's like it it, it does spoil the series but like i I was telling stars weeks ago i was like it's been out for so long like it's it's tough for them to not tell you what's what's gonna gonna if if you're
1: not caught up now that david produsche kind of just said well fuck it (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i i like that intro a lot because you know it's sort of like you know like the marvel like comic book flip like it's it's iconic uh in my mind and even with that comic book flip you have no idea who these people are. Yeah, um, I, I I can't say, I can't say that like I expected them to like show up at any point. But you know they're doing the book flip. Uh, I wasn't expecting to see like, like I don't even remember looking at those figures. I just thought it was like really cool that they did the comic book flip.
0: Yeah, the comic book flip is is iconic, and and you know. I, I think that it, it's really awesome that they showed love to that, but also, you know what they did with David Productions did and what we're doing this episode is they 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 mixed together Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency yeah. because what they did was they they were able to not only take together I mean, Phantom Blood technically is like the short I think it's still the shortest yeah, of all yeah, the JoJo yeah, it's, so it's, it's the it's short anyway but but they mixed them together but they have the the overarching theme of the advent of the vampires and the Pillar Man and that is the the main. Crux of the story here is that this bloodline, this family, is taking on literally larger than life. You
1: yeah. know, <laughs> it, like it kind it, of it, it gets nuts. Um <laughs> And I, I always heard that JoJo was like you know wacky and stuff like that. And when vampires got involved, I was just like, oh, that's kind of nuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it, it becomes a thing. You know, just to break down, uh, just to break down. Phantom Blood. Phantom Blood is technically, that's really the name. It, it is the name in, in the, the naming and the convention of the fact that that Dio discovers through the stone mask that Jonathan's father had strangely had in their house. Uh, he was never an archaeologist. T- yeah, he was an archaeologist and he just kind of keeps the, the, the stone masks mm-hmm. there. He, I, they're fighting and, and the mask, he lands on the
1: mask. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, man. I'm an archaeologist, man. I'm not bringing nothing home. <laughs> I'm not bringing nothing from work home, bro. I don't care if it's a dinosaur bone or a skull. I'm not putting that shit in my house.
0: <laughs> have you seen? Um, have you seen? Uh, have you seen The Conjuring?
1: Uh, uh, no, but I'm familiar.
0: <laughs> so like, it's like they they bring they they bring like uh, like the Annabelle doll home and shit like that. Like that's like, what the Joe Star house.
1: Don't do that. <laughs> Don't so like when him and, shit to your house bro
0: so in him and Dio you know they scrap because of course Dio's an asshole he kisses and basically sexually assaults his yes. girlfriend um,
1: D- Dio um you know when being adopted by the Joe Star family his goal is to just like strip them clean and take their legacy take their fortune and all that and so in his quest to be the better child uh you know, to just slander uh, Jonathan's name, he just tries to make his life a living hell. So he takes away his girlfriend's first kiss, um, beats uh, beats the shit out of him in boxing, kills his dog. I know that's a I know that's a big thing for a lot of people that just can't watch JoJo because Haruki just hates animals specifically dogs
0: well, he specifically says that the only way that he can get people
1: over his heels is if they oh, yeah. harm or it's it's it, it works <laughs> yeah because uh Stop. you know anybody that watches this they go why did Dio do that <laughs> <laughs> he's a
0: monster um so uh Dio becomes or Dio actually poisons <clears throat> Jonathan's father. Mm. Uh and, and just to, to fast forward everything, you know, Jonathan turns it turns out he he finds out that Dio is a vampire, has become a vampire, and, D- and and Jonathan seeks out the help of a man called uh Will. No, no, he he he, he befriends Will uh Will A. Zeppely mm-hmm. and the Zeppelin name is going to be synonymous with this with this franchise as well, as they are <laughs> How could we? What can we say? There? They're like the Yamcha, you know, of this no, whole. No, no,
1: no, no, no! no, no, no don't, don't don't relegate them to that because they actually they, they do
0: stuff. Um, they don't get that they hey they don't. I'm just saying they don't last long. When you see Zeppeli, you know that they're not gonna last.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> you might as well just start uh, look for your lighter now <laughs> when yeah. you see the Zeppeli name. Um, but I would I wouldn't call them Yamcha. I would say they're more of a Vegeta. Because they're very integral to the story, but they do get their ass beat. So
0: all the time. Yeah. Um, we also have the the, the intro of Robert E. Speedwagon. Of course, if you don't know R. E. O. Speedwagon. Iraqis one of the big the big things with Rockies that he loves American music. It's not as prevalent yet in these, but you start to see it here with Speedwagon, yeah. Lisa Lisa, all he loves um, American music.
1: You're you're getting a lot of like classics now. Like people that would be like, I guess. In my mind, uh, you would categorize with like Bruce Springsteen before yeah. he starts yeah. getting into like more pop culture, where he starts referencing Prince, Shaka uh, Khan, you know, a lot of other crazy stuff like that. And then later on, you'll get your Tupac's, your Biggies, and all that other uh, rap music and stuff like that when it becomes really popular in the '90s.
0: And he always says that the and even the the ending theme to to this these first two seasons is Roundabout by yes which is iconic All for right, this series fire <laughs> yeah it'll probably be in my my top 10 of my rap this year for spotify <laughs> honestly i'm just not even gonna i'm walk, not gonna cap walk to you. like
1: an egyptian has kind of like shot up like 300 in my listens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know he the, he says that the artist that he references the music that he the, the he you know they david production asks iraqi what they want to what he wants to put in the in the in the mm-hmm. ending themes for the, for the French for the series or the seasons, and he says these are songs that remind me of of JoJo. These are songs that sometimes have JoJo in the name, Jody, JoJo. Yeah. There there's certain there are oh, certain songs wow. that
1: he actually put that together. Holy fuck! Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's
0: even a JoJo in the group.
1: Yeah, Casey. Oh, yeah, so God. I hate R- He's <laughs> a
0: genius. He's a genius, but but it's like. You know, like he he says that these are, this is music that he listened to mm-hmm. while he was making the these parts. And I think that, you know, the reason why these animes are beloved is because they're such a love letter to not only Iraqi but to the fans that were waiting for so long for this. And that's why we, we wait to see what's the intro going to be, what's the outro going to be. Stone Ocean should be out by the time you guys listen to this. Oh,
1: man. I can't even, I don't even know what
0: song it could be. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking? tlc
1: creep Ooh, wait okay so damn i wish i had to uh i want to type up the wiki up really fast but i don't want that silence to be there um so stone ocean is like around 2011 so yes. i'm thinking it's Florida. It's Florida too. yes <laughs> i'm thinking either lady gaga or flow rider like an actual like pitbull or flow rider song Wow. Okay. Well,
0: we'll get to Stone Ocean. Uh, we'll be talking about Stone Ocean a couple episodes from now. We will We will have watched at least the first part, uh, the first 13 episodes. So that's coming. But uh, back to Phantom Blood, uh, it ends up in a, a really big showdown where, where Zeppeli actually teaches uh, Jonathan Hamon uh, or, or the Ripple which mm-hmm. is kind of like the power level and the first two parts of jojo's bizarre adventure this is obviously not as popular as what you guys know jojo for now which is stands but it is kind of like the and, and you know i use dbz references because that's the most universal it's kind of like the K.O. ken
1: right yes uh, it's, uh, um, it's very natural uh like harmon is really just like it's a breathing technique so it's kind of just like within all of us like and it's just like a natural power uh, of life, so yeah. I think that uh, I think it's very interesting that that they keep it that basic. But um, how do you? But he had to, he had to keep it okay. that like
0: that too because it's also a product of the time. You're, you're yeah. seeing Fist of the North Star with all those powers. You're seeing Dragon Ball with all these powers. He had to have something to compare that to, mm-hmm. and he had Humon, the power of the sun, which yeah. is, can only kill vampires. It was
1: like yeah, it, it's literally you know to kill kill Dio. Uh, <laughs> like a technique and so i have a friend who you know a couple years ago when he was transitioning to part two to part three he felt like harmon should always have been there how do you feel about harmon kind of just like disappearing? i think
0: i think harmon to me was written purposely limited yeah because i feel like with a rocky his mindset always changes so when he came up with stands and we'll get super into stands there's (laughs) there's no choice (laughs) yeah i think we need to have like at least 30 minutes on stands next episode but like i i think that he knew that he wanted to go away from because like by the time you know by the time stardust crusaders is out we've got super sands we've got oh you know, all types of shit going on yeah. in, in, in Shonen Jump. And they needed to stay, they needed to stay new. And he knew he couldn't keep up with that. So he had to cut it out. He had to make a completely different skill set for these characters so that it wouldn't become, you know, too samey. And I think that Hamon being around, well, it's not around, is it's definitely not around in part five, six, or or oh, seven.
1: Abolished.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's completely done um but i think as a as a as a family heirloom them still having it is pretty dope mm-hmm. I, I i honestly don't miss it but i do miss it when stands start to get a little bit too and that's one of my problems with stands is that they they become too hat on a hat where it's like okay it's like we're playing with toys and it's like remember you played yes. with toys when you were younger so like, okay oh, i got the power to do this play, playground i got the power to do this. <laughs> yeah like the playground rules of stands and my favorite thing about Araki is when he comes up with with ways to get around that, like w- with Jotaro, he gets around things without using Star yes. Platinum, you know. So like, and 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 I I like I like stuff like that. So I don't really miss Hamon as as much as many people do, but I understand it was an end to a mean to get mm-hmm. us past this part.
1: I I would say um I'm cool with Hamon kind of like disappearing because I feel like stands are kind of just like an escalation of what Harmon could have been anyway, because Harmon could have done a lot of stuff that I feel like a lot of stands do already. Um, not all of them, but you know, sunset overdrive, like that's just a Rekka attack. Like what's special about that? Um, and also just, they're not fighting vampires anymore. So what do you need? Or like, you know, they're not fighting undead creatures anymore. Excuse me. So, what's the point of having this attack that is you know essentially to kill vampires like a silver yeah. like uh, you don't need this silver bullet anymore just get just get a regular one
0: <laughs> right 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 like, like, there's no there's no reason yeah. to have it because you know and and they say it I, th- I think they even say it in the manga it's like it's like Hamon just doesn't work no more <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're not vampires they anymore. Yeah. Uh, no
1: so it just doesn't work and I think in part three, when they you know kind of harken back, and then they, that would be, I think, the last time you will ever see Harmon. It's used pretty fucking effectively, um, right? So,
0: and only one person knows how to do it, and that's, John, and, yeah, and that's like Jonathan. Yeah, like it's kind of
1: it's kind of a lost art now. Uh, yeah, since vampires are just no longer the sole focus,
0: right? Uh, so, basically, Jonathan, uh, Speedwagon, and Zeppeli they team up to go and fight uh, Dio, who in, within, like, a week has amassed an army of undead people to fight for him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because he's
1: just walking around <laughs> biting niggas. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I'm big into vampires, not Twilight, but Vampire the Masquerade, so... Um, uh, Dio being able to, like, get an army just, like, off the, you know... Just being a vampire because, you know, they have you know certain abilities like to influence and stuff like that and then you know just straight up bite motherfuckers so Dio could have really just pulled up to a village and just started munching on motherfuckers (laughs) yeah
0: that's exactly what that nigga did and he said come here boy
1: (laughs) I, I, i would say him getting people like pluck um and that other big motherfucker who would um you know do the deed to a certain somebody Where'd you get those motherfuckers? <laughs> because I believe they were already dead. So yeah, he, he gets like a
0: lot of niggas. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of niggas in like a really short amount of time. Just, just showing you. But the thing about Dio is that Dio is kind of like, you know, just to get to him, he's like a cult of personality in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. He's someone who is not only just super evil, but also super charismatic and, and can talk you into walking off a bridge for yeah. him. Like he is one of the most... To me, one of the greatest anime villains, one of the greatest manga, you know, any villain of all time. Like he is literally the Joker foil to over four
1: generations of Joe stars. Yeah, and um, so like how we talked about like the Joe star, like are kind of like bloodline technique or whatever is resiliency. Like they could take a lot of damage. You know, their ambition could really move them forward, and uh, you know, uh, just a lot of stuff like that. But Deal also has like his own sort of like technique where he has influence, like he has a lot of influence over people, and that's and that was before he was a vampire, because yeah. as kids, you know, he easily befriends the two uh, the two neighborhood bullies that was like beating up uh, Jonathan earlier, like yeah, easy, and then uh, you know, and it just reminds me of, I I don't know if you ever played it, but you know, for the people at home uh star wars knights of the old republic um right revin he love revin his thing was you have a lot of influence like you can make people bend to your will without using the force that's scary you can ease like you could easily make anybody a turncoat influence is very dangerous and that's uh, a lot of what deal has
0: yeah and, and that's the power of a cult of personality you know and and that is what, what that's what dio has and the fact that he he sees the joe stars as everything that he has always lacked i think there's a sense of of insecurity with him and you see a lot of that especially uh with um in in, in stardust crusaders and you know he kind of takes a he, he takes a he takes a season off <laughs> next season but uh, but it, it really is, you know, a, a sense of insecurity and inferiority that he has where he has to outdo Jonathan in everything. But the only thing he can't outdo him in is being a good person. And that is essentially yeah. how Jonathan eats him, but how he also defeats Jonathan. The final battle, bloody battle. Episode eight uh, of Phantom Blood is a great episode to me. It's the final battle between Dio and uh, Dio and, and Jojo. Uh, Dio sends the Doobie the zombie to attack Poco's sister <laughs> uh, um, but you know there, there's, a, there's a lot of shit going on uh, Dyer does the, the th- Thundercross split attack which is really cool <laughs> it uh, looks
1: like a fucking nerd oh my god <laughs>
0: but, but Dio has this freezing ability uh, <laughs> and he shatters that nigga to pieces however you know Jonathan comes through He he, he slices Dio but Dio freezes the sword like before he's able mm-hmm. to get it through it. That's one of the illest fucking no, things and, I've ever and, seen. And this
1: is what I really love about JoJo. So moves are calculated. This is not, you know, just brute strength type shit that you can really just muster through. And I feel like that's where a lot of people got shit wrong going forward. Like, yeah, you know, um I feel like there's a lot of stuff in Dragon Ball Z where it's just like it's a lot of just like cracking their head against the wall until, you know they succeed. Um, yeah. But, you know, there are certain uh, moments of brilliance there. Um, but in Jojo, everything is a moment of brilliance. Like you can't, you really can't brew strength your way through everything. And I feel like that's uh, uh, how Dio was really moving.
0: Right. Right. Um, <clears throat> one of the illest parts, and this goes from part from episode eight to nine mm. is, is that uh, Jonathan kind of sets his fist on fire and then he breaks through with with the ham uh, on overdrive, and as Dio is like melting and falling, he he does a laser beam out his fucking
1: okay fucking now yo. Face. I read a lot of I read a lot of vampire related stuff, you know. Um, Nick, where you get laser beams from? <laughs> no, that was a rocky being a rocky. That was a hat on a hat. It's hat on a hat he, for him. He, he was really
0: just like, hey, he's a vampire. This is my world. Fuck it. <laughs> So, uh, Dio actually decapitates his own head yes. after doing that little slick move where he, uh, he pierces Jonathan's hand with the laser beam, almost killing the nigga. Yeah. Uh, as one fate, it was one final part. Uh, you zoom. You, they they do a time jump where Dio kills Jonathan just as he, you know, he marries Arena, his his girlfriend who who Dio God, kissed. Yeah. And and uh, he infects the the ship full of zombies and the using the last bit of energy he has he decapitates uh chan uh and and he basically like tells him basically like you know destroy the ship with me and dio inside of it Mm -hmm. uh so arena she she wants to die you know next to to jonathan but he says (laughs)
1: yeah
0: very titanic you're right and and so and i love this episode the framing of it as well i think if there's if there's any episodes to watch from season one uh, in, in that first half it would be eight and nine they're, they're really it's really really good scripting there and the way that they can they, they consolidate the story I thought was really good I think David is very good at not only explaining iraqi isms but also showing consolidating it. some of oh his my god yeah, exactly showing it but also consolidating some of his wildest impulses yes. rocky either tells too much or doesn't tell enough or he doesn't let moments breathe. I think the, 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 the format of anime allows a lot of these moments, like the moment between Arena and Jonathan to breathe.
1: Yes. Uh, because in, in a manga, like this would be one page and then you'll go on to the next and then, you know, it, it would uh, like be over. But, you know, at the end of this episode, you get like sorrowful music. You get that, uh, you know, you get that like little moment of embrace that they have before, you know, uh, she hides in the uh, in the casket. Um. So, yeah, it, it, they... They do a better, uh, a lot better job than what a manga can do.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I and it's just crazy that it just took that fucking over over two decades. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but people. I
1: would say like, if you had to like decide if you wanted to read the anime or read the manga, I would say anime manga, um, because you can definitely understand a, a lot of these moments a lot clearer. And then when going into the manga, you can just like just be immersed by the fucking art right yeah. Um, yeah it is, the, the, it, is the, it is surreal it. um how like how good he draws and how better he gets over time it's kind of funny. yeah absolutely.
0: absolutely yeah it's great um so Arena and 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 there's a child that is on this on the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arena and the child they actually get away and they, and 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 they get into deals. Somehow has a coffin that cannot explode, and they float into
1: an island well, where they so right, they're, they're they're saved. Go this ahead. is the Araki thing that's also just hey, this man's weird. Like why would you make this? So this is a casket that only locks from the inside, right? So you can't open it once you know it's closed and i don't know how the fuck arena got out of it uh or you know how this thing did it just sink to the bottom of the ocean um and then yeah like how did it not like sink to the bottom of the ocean and also like how the hell did he get this like who do you contract to get like something like this
0: he had niggas man i had niggas <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I got niggas. So that ends uh part one of Phantom Blood slash Battle Tendency. Um, what do you think what do you think about, about like Phantom Blood as a whole as it as it fits? I think a lot of people definitely put it in their lat in like last place. Definitely put Jonathan in last place as well. Just um, and and not for lack of him being a good character, but because he is the most to me very balanced character. There's nothing um, really There, like he forgives he even forgives Dio at the end that's how good of a person he Um, is
1: (laughs) he he is a pure person through and through and how I feel about battle tendency is it's a good start it really preps you for what is a lot to come I think like it is a I hate when people say skip one and two I I hate it it's these are good stories regardless of like what happens in the future you know Mm -hmm. um like I don't I don't know how you can just skip part like skip to part 3 without even seeing how Dio became how he becomes. Like like right. how is that good advice to people? Um it blows my mind every time but um Phantom, Phantom Blood is definitely in like the bottom tier and only because like it it's short. It's the shortest, it's the most basic. Jonathan is like he is kind of one-dimensional in the fact that he is a good person. He's a good person with determination, and you, he's like unswayable in you know being influenced by deal or anything good or bad. He's right. gold gold-hearted. That's it. I feel like right. you know when you get characters in like part five where this guy's a criminal, but he has a heart of gold. Like that is already you know another dimension that Jonathan doesn't really have. Um, right. So it kind of is what it is. Uh I do I do love him a lot, but he is very one-dimensional.
0: So we get in to Battle Tendency. Part 2 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. This this again How many how many years pan- after is this?
1: This uh at least like 40 years, 30 years.
0: It is it is how long is it? So it went from eighteen eighty nine to nineteen thirty eight. Okay, is when it starts. So uh, about forty years. Yeah, about forty yeah. years. Yeah. So um, this one is is definitely came out manga wise at the peak of the kind of shonen era, yeah. and Araki wanted to create a shonen character that you know little boys and teenagers could get into. So you have. The more cartoonish son of uh, Jonathan Joestar, uh Joseph Joestar, who would be who it really is iconic and, yes. and really I think he's one of the one of the two Jojo's that survive uh you know past multiple series, multiple timelines <laughs> on mm-hmm. this. Uh and, and you know, it, it it is like it's definitely a to me if you didn't get it at phantom blood you definitely get it at battle tendency where this motherfucker is about to go
1: right uh when we talk about our overall thoughts about this i'm i have a lot to say (laughs)
0: okay so i mean i let us start with with joseph as as a whole joseph is kind of the playful uh young brash don't give a fuck like and, and to me he's one of my favorites because of that but also he fits into the archetype you know, in those ways, but also subverts it by not only just being like playful and crazy and wild, but like being kind of, kind of mean. He's he's not oh. really like Jonathan at all, and
1: uh, <laughs> and it it would really be because he's not a Joe Star. He's adopted, right? Um, right. Uh, Joseph is the baby that was taken from the ship uh, that you know, Dio sort of sabotaged. And so he doesn't have that virtuousness or that uh, you know that golden heart that comes from being a Joe Star, but he earns it, which is also really crazy. Um, he kind of just like uh, comes in, like uh, fits into that mold. No, um, oh, no, no, wait, no, wait, no. wait, wait, he's wait not, Sorry, he's not. He's not. Uh, I just realized that he's not the baby. Uh, that's on yeah, the he's not the baby. He's <laughs> the son. He's the son of the baby that was on there. Uh, yes. So he 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 is the grandson.
0: He, of jonathan uh arena had a daughter yes <laughs> and and that is his mom yes, yes. um so no, no, arena, arena had a son right it, it was george george is yes. his father sorry yeah, uh george we will not talk about george Star. well that's the thing that's the thing that's weird about it is that he, iraqi never
1: does that again he, sk- he, uh, he skips a generation and it gets put into a light novel that is notoriously like a meme because it's bad and it makes no sense Um, right there's a lot of rejected ideas in there i think it's hilarious you
0: you find out that that joseph's father he and george is is george joe star is such a non-entity he's killed off screen yeah he's he's actually not not killed off screen he's killed in a flashback and you never meet him you never know how he is as a person all you know is that he's he's joseph's dad he's uh, killed he was a pilot in like some war yeah and dio again dio who at this point is like 30 years dead at this point has a, a a splinter cell zombie agent <laughs> that kills him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and, and, and it moves on. So, you know, he, he's, he's more, I guess, Joseph growing up without a father, yeah. you know, makes him more rebellious, makes him more, you know, he, yeah. he's still noble, but he's, he's also harsher than, than, he, than, uh, than Jonathan is He's
1: harsher. He's more sly, devious, uh, you know, all of that, like kind of just, uh, all that could make a like that could make a villain, but like coded in like is like coded over his heart of gold, and uh, right. you know his sense to do good and do right. And we will see right. how you know, just at at his introduction, how he is sly, he is cunning, he is you know more or less bad, but he's doing a lot of good.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah it, he he's he's definitely trying he's trying hard <laughs> to to be uh, to be a good person I, 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 but i would I mean, say
1: he's like uh devil may cry 3 dante uh, just as <laughs> a joe star where you know he does a lot more wacky and crazy things that uh, uh, you know jonathan never did
0: yeah but i mean let's be clear joseph is anti cop hey let's go <laughs> he's, he's anti racist which araki Always ahead of the curb hey. with this t- with this type of stuff, for him to be thinking about this in the early '90s, late '80s is crazy. Literally, the first episode, he is, uh, you know, Joseph is befriended by uh, by a black protagonist, mm-hmm. uh, Smokey, which is, he he Iraqi also foresaw Friday as well, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he protects he protects Smokey. From racists that were in New York that were that were basically uh, trying to say he wasn't allowed to sit at the restaurant.
1: Um, yes, and that was uh really cool. And then also, um, just the introduction of him and Smokey where Smokey is a pickpocket and he steals from uh Joseph and then uh Smokey is kinda just, you know, being harassed by like crash cops <laughs> just trying to uh, you know, um Get a a piece of the pie of what's being stolen from pit pockets and stuff like that and then um Joseph saves him from that uh like sort of police corruption and he was just like hey you picked my pocket but I think these cops are the like they're the true villains in this situation um yeah and then he he beats the shit out of the cops
0: It's amazing. And and, and it, 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 it's in and, and the first episode, uh, New York's Jojo. I, I think that yes, that was the New moment, York. Cyrus. That, that was the moment where I was like, yes, this is this is for me. This is the um, shit like he
1: he's crazy. I, I was going to uh, this was going to be in my overall thoughts. But I think, you know, everybody says skip to part three. But part two is where Jojo gets its charm and its known wackiness. Um mm-hmm. Just in this few seconds of this, you know, in the first like 10 minutes where Joseph like shoots a Coke bottle to break a man's finger. Yeah. <laughs> to stop him from shooting a gun. Uh, you ain't never seen no shit like that. And no. that would really, you know, that sets the tone for what's to come.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's, it's it's great. Um, The music in Battle Tendency the intro theme definitely one of my top top favorite yeah. intro themes i love it
1: the, this one's uh really cool very dramatic very insane uh even with the uh the top of it uh the where he just like screams jojo um that's all really cool um,
0: no no this is this the battle, the battle tendency one is different remember the battle tendency one is Oh, a... yeah,
1: yeah, yeah 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 uh my god i'm so sorry but um yeah this shit hard um I would say nothing. I would say part 3 kind of trumps that for me cuz it changes as the story goes along and I think it is so crazy and cool. It it
0: also spoils a
1: lot. Oh. Hey, Amen. <laughs> if you ain't decided to read all of JoJo after part 1, shit, you're lost. <laughs> it spoils a lie. Just don't pay attention Just just look at the visuals and don't let it Sink into your mind <laughs> when He puts that headband on <laughs> I was oh my like <laughs> I forgot <laughs> I, was, I was like what are y'all mean
0: yeah. again, again these are 20 year old These are 20 year old pieces Like they, I guess they figure if you don't know by now Nigga it can't yeah. help you like, You can see it now um, A spoiler out one of thing context on, is not a spoiler <laughs> <laughs> one thing i want to I, I really want to talk about here and i i think this is to me i mean we could get through the season pretty quick yeah, with this yeah. but I I want, I I want to get through um the role of legacy and uh battle tendency uh, a lot of people kind of i you know i do a lot of research and a lot of reading and a lot of people kind of struggle with the themes of what battle tendency is about but i think that the role of legacy plays a big part in battle tendency and 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 in like how you keep your legacy, how you represent and become that good person. The thing with with Battle Tendency and the thing that's a theme throughout the whole franchise is that these evil forces are surrounding the Joe Stars and following them, yes. and they have to. Keep above water they have to stay and you know virtuous and have integrity to overcome right. it uh, and i think that th- this is this right. is,
1: uh obviously like this is your standard uh you know in sort of thing so you could create content week to week to always have like this kind of like threat that's always around you um yeah but it reminds me of fist of the north star where they kind of just like you know to be the fist of the north star you kind of you know surrender your life to suffering anguish for your power because you have the power of change. Um so that's why there's always a problem or you know something that always goes awry because it's in your blood or like it's in the stars and stuff like that. Like you're destined to like have these sort of hardships. And I always think that's uh really interesting rather than just being like oh you uh you know you're just a target because you bothered somebody.
0: Right. Right yeah it it, um i i think that the the deal here is that like it becomes a situation where joseph becomes a man right Mm -hmm. throughout this throughout this this part where it's like he was someone who didn't see how how big the world was you know he he didn't he had he had come from relatively uh, everything he has money you know the speed wagons helped them you know arena ha- came from money he hasn't had the struggle the only struggle comes from the fact that he has to face the things of his past unknowingly yes. you know at first seeing that the 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 you know the the creators of the stone masks the pillar men are now here and and to, and to be honest and to be fair like I love the pillar men, but oh. they're clearly just, they're, they're clearly ciphers to a bigger story. They're yes. not very
1: important after this. Um, <laughs> they're not. They're, I, I, they're like, I would say if anything is very like, this is, I can say that part two is very like, it could be isolated. Like, uh, right. because, you know, spoilers, if you, you know, haven't really seen anything going forward, but like the pillar men don't really matter. Like post. No, this. like they, uh, it's, 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 it's
0: it's okay to say that they don't matter because like you, you never see them again. Yeah, they're they're referenced lightly in like callbacks, but never referenced fully. Like they are a they are a, a an obstacle for Joseph to overcome to prove to us why he is who he is. You mm-hmm. know, and essentially then he
1: doesn't really defeat them like in hand yeah, <laughs> like, to hand. Yeah, yeah, it, it's always outsmarting. It's always slide tactics and stuff like that. But like that's what you. He can't brute force. It. you have to be a cunning and you know tactical mind um I know it like you know the way that he does things is always wacky or you know it always feels like he's cheating or is devious, but like he's a tactician, he's a strategist, you know like he he's thinking a million steps ahead <laughs> literally, and uh yeah. you know becoming a man or you know he's filling his jo like he's filling the Joe star shoes like he's you know. He has to become, you know, sort of this like virtuous like man that kind of like Joseph. Uh, I mean, Jonathan was. Yeah, and and you know the the main plot
0: kind of falls onto Joseph's lap. Yeah. I mean, straight so, uh, who is now a zombie? Who is now a vampire? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> attacks attacks Joseph, and uh, that kind of sets forth the the path that we go on 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 this season. A little bit longer of a season if you guys are are watching the anime. It's a little bit longer. Then, uh, but still shorter than the rest of them. But it's a little bit longer than uh, than Phantom Blood. But you get to see really kind of Joseph's coming coming of age, where he has to confront the people who created the mask that created Dio, which created the architect of the Joestar's pain. Yeah. So it's like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of webs there of of why this is so important to Joseph, but. Uh, You you get a you get a lot of stuff here. You get how he learned Hamon and how he kind of uses Hamon and and infuses it into weapons. So he has ball. He has like little like uh, metal balls that he throws at people, like nunchucks and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like he has a lot of stuff that he uses. Uh, He's and to me, he's he's a lot more uh, intuitive and and ingenuity. Like he has
1: more ingenuity than Jonathan. uh, You know, uh, especially with the advancement of technology now. But you know, he has the clackers, which would be like you know his signature going forward. But like what really sets the tone is when he pulls out the tommy gun yeah that when he's pulled out the tommy gun grenades and and smoke (laughs) what the hell like he's
0: like you pulled out a tommy gun i was like
1: bro i said the same shit he said yo he's never seen a vampire before in his life he doesn't really know what the hell is going on or you know what harmon is or you know uh well he knows but like um how to really harness this power or whatever and he sees, uh, you know, a vampire for the first time. He says, I'm going to kill you by any means necessary. Yeah. Pull, pulls out the stick, yeah. blows up a restaurant. Hey man, it got to get done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, I mean, the main crux of, of this whole thing is, is how they defeat the pillarmen who are these ancient alien, basically aliens who, who have, you know, been, uh, frozen in time for, for, for ages and they are the it's it okay so they're weird for, correct me if i'm wrong here the stone mask creates vampires if you don't have the stone of aja in it right
1: Ooh, yes yeah i forgot about that aspect That's, of it so it's an incomplete it's the machine
0: mo- yeah it, it's 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 kind of like um have you ever watched alien where like yes, yes, uh yeah. or, or Pr- Pr- prometheus uh the, the prequel to alien where it's like if one person gets bit by this face hugger they become this or they become this. it kind of reminds me of that where it's like the mask is parasitic yes but it becomes something different with the Aja. but it's like the these pillar men are not the sun vampires type niggas like they're, they're it's they're they're very weird yeah <laughs> in that it's like their their whole makeup and biology is completely different like like iraqi decided Okay, I don't want to do traditional vampires anymore. I want to do kind of hybrid vampires like, uh, that they create vampires, but they're not really vampires. You know,
1: he saw Sega, what they were gonna do with Sonic Adventure 2, and he was just like, oh, I want to make the ultimate life form. And uh <laughs> that's what he does with uh, you know, the Pillar Men. They're kinda of, uh they're advanced kind of like human beings. Like they're uh they're different from us uh in all sorts of ways. And they're trying to you know be in peak condition or you know just become something greater god-esque yeah and they are able to learn and experiment here's
0: the thing they're op and this is where you start to get the the iraqi hat on a hat yeah they can transform they can go through people Mm -hmm. (laughs) they are extremely fast extremely intelligent when they are first literally awakened they cannot speak english but they learn english Mm -hmm. and how to speak it within seconds um an advanced race man. And the, and they they come up with modes or, or what they're called mo in the fighting games are called modes mm-hmm. where they in combat anyone who has hormone because once they learn it so all they have to do is see it and they learn it so within moments cars uh, learns uh, Hamon because he just sees it yeah he and he then he he's able to, to, to it. learn it and so uh, it, the the main three are cars ACDC and Wamu so of course cars is the band cars ACDC is acdc and wamu is wham and i think that was the only i think these are the the only three people in this franchise that were kind of able to keep their names because of the way it was spelled yes (laughs) (laughs) uh, because acdc is not spelled the way the acdc is spelled yes
1: um you know i'm not very familiar with acdc so uh when i heard you know the reference i was just like oh that is such a cool way to like you know subvert that um you know the copyright or whatever the fuck that keeps uh that keeps uh that stops people from having their original names that are in the manga.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it, and it it was like
0: it was like when I saw that I was like, is this supposed to be like cars, car like the band car? Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. the the band the
1: cars. Like I, Whamu uh, being like a reference to Wham, who I was already familiar with. I was just like, oh, I never piece that together. <laughs> yes,
0: it, and to be honest, like to me. Battle tendency not only is about legacy, but it's about Araki really making his Dragon Ball Z. This is his Dragon Ball Z in a lot of ways. Like
1: oh, it, the Pillow are men are just sell.
0: <laughs> they, they really are. I mean, like I I love the ACDC fight uh, mm-hmm. where where he he, he he does the like like because you know he didn't know how to do like sleight of hand and like the shell game type stuff, mm-hmm. so he used that to, to like the the cut the the cut trick, and and then he like he basically starts screaming like, uh, he, he like, doesn't he's he like possess Suzy Q? Yeah. He starts crying. Like, I can't believe he beat like, yeah. it's yeah. like, a, it's, it's, I, I love the ACDC fight. He's, he's definitely my favorite pillar man. Uh, but then you gotta, you gotta get to like, you know, you gotta get to Wamu who he, he has his own, like, yeah, he so he's
1: basically. uh, you know, it's crazy. So talking about adapting and stuff like that, do you think like, uh, Wamu had like, kind of like, like sort of adapted, the Star, like heart of gold from being, or, you know, just seeing, uh, you know, um, Joseph just do his thing. Yeah.
0: Well, he, he actually spares Joseph, right? He yeah. spares him. after He defeats him in battle and says, you know, uh, he gives him the piercing, which, which that, that's another, like completely Akira Toriyama thing where you have a time limit to train and all this other yeah. shit.
1: It, like, it, it's like, it's a commitment to the fight. Um,
0: yeah. So he, so he so you know essentially or initially Joseph fights uh Wamuu and Wamu is able to control the air in his lungs he could, he could do the like the the Santana winds or whatever they call mm-hmm. it in in the uh, manga and it, it it basically he can protect himself with wind he basically beats Joseph's ass and says yo i'm going to give you what like i'm going to give you uh 30 days 90 days and uh if if you don't come back and fight me or you don't if, if you don't defeat me by then this piercing that i put in your heart will kill you mm-hmm. And you have to keep it on you, and so like there, there's a lot of moving parts with these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, 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 to me, the sh- also the strength of this is not only the fights, but the cast of characters. So I mean, obviously you have the you have the the Pillar Men, you have uh you have Zeppoli. We haven't even talked
1: about Caesar. Yeah, yet. we haven't talked about him yet.
0: Uh, He's the grandson of of of, of Will A Zeppoli from uh from Phantom Blood. So of course you know when you got the Zeppoli in your name, you know what's up with that. But <laughs> Caesar and Joe have Matthew. kind of. a... <laughs> <laughs> him
1: and joseph kind of have like a uh, they they have a uh
0: a rivalry where mm. you know they're basically trying to be the best hormone user
1: yeah uh and you know caesar who is already uh i guess um familiar with his lineage uh you know he's already like steps ahead of um joseph but i've he's not as cunning as joseph and yeah. that would like ultimately be like you know his sort of like downfall and
0: their little splat that they have and they learn to respect each other. But, Mm -hmm. but the one thing that Caesar doesn't have over Joseph is he's, he's way more impulsive and emotional. He wants to end the people that killed his father Mm -hmm. years before. And so he, he runs into a fight with Wamu gets killed and you know, it's one of the more emotional scenes. I I think it's the moment where Joseph becomes
1: a man when, when Caesar's killed. Uh, You know, he definitely died for uh, plot development. Yes, but (laughs) you know, people people
0: not. He did not need to go fight Wamuu by himself.
1: Like, I know people go like, "Oh, it was an emotional moment and stuff like that," but you know, uh, Lisa Lisa, who's a a, a reference to Lisa Lisa, um, Joseph, and I forgot who the other dude was who like scouted up ahead to being like, "Hey, Wamuu's up there. Let's wait." <laughs> let's yeah. let's you know. Let's fight him at a different time. Let's just relax. Let's sit on it. And then Caesar's just like, "No, nah, let's hit that motherfucker right now!" Nah. And they're just like, bruh, no!" And then he goes in alone, and it gets put into a pack.
0: Yeah, I'm supposed to be yeah.
1: mad?
0: <laughs> I think it was Messina. I think it was Messina who, who got killed by him. one of the one of the guys that worked for Lisa Lisa. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, they meet Lisa Lisa who uh was supposed to teach uh and, and he's he gets sent there by speedwagon who's supposed to teach uh joseph how to use his hormone better because she believes that he can be the one to defeat the pillar Men. Mm-hmm. she has a she has a secret of course the secret is Lisa Lisa was actually the baby that Joseph saved uh mm-hmm. back before not Joseph goes, that Jonathan yeah. saved before he before he died before he died in Arena had had raised her and she became uh, a hormone user because she wanted to to exact revenge so essentially uh, it is found. It it, it is determined. It, it she is his. She's Joseph's mom. Yes, <laughs> okay. mom. And it's nasty because he he pervs on her a lot before when they first meet, and it's pretty. No man. <laughs> he was perving on her a lot, and and the anime definitely shows her booty, her booty hole. <laughs> <and> <laughs> no, <they> <laughs> but not. Nah, he,
1: he didn't know that was his mom's, bro. But Lisa, Lisa, baddie, bro.
0: Uh so <laughs> so uh you they you know she teaches somebody to use the hammer better but you all I think the elephant in the room that we haven't talked about here is uh the fact that they they befriend a nazi
1: in this show. Okay okay <laughs> so, okay 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 so Strodeheim, who is literally a nazi um but you know uh they don't have the uh they don't have the armbands and stuff like that but he's doing they're doing the salute and i, fe- yeah. I feel like david pro was just like okay we could take the armbands <laughs> but we couldn't take about doing the salute
0: <laughs> yeah well well the thing is is and, and joseph even says and i think joseph doesn't say this line in the manga i, I needed to research this more but and i haven't read the manga in like months mm-hmm. but he says something to the effect that we may not have the same viewpoints yes. in life oh my god but we have to Team up to defeat this one thing to save everyone, yes. Which is like the the show's way of hand waving the fact that he's teaming up with a Nazi because there's a bigger there's a bigger deal yeah. here and in strong
1: um, too. And just like you know, kind of just be historically accurate or just like there's a lot of uh, you know, Hmong creators who take from World War II or they reference the Nazis uh and uh, stuff like that. Like Full Metal Alchemist does it. Um, who else does it um violet evergarden does it um spy family does it and so um it's not like completely wacky that uh that a japanese creator like you know references nazis just you know uh germany and japan sort of having a, a, an alliance and stuff like that so um it's not <laughs> It's not always surprising to see, so uh it is what it is
0: there's definitely some weird uh some weird, weird dissonance yeah
1: I, like, <laughs> I don't he doesn't try to redeem the Nazis at all, no, so I think we can like uh you know not try to give Araki that label or part two that sort of like apologist sort of uh label,
0: yeah. Yeah, no he 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 definitely doesn't try to make you know they they are definitely bad and they are definitely evil and that they they definitely were the reason the pillar man got out. Yeah. Uh, but Strongheim is interesting because he is like he's the the stereotypical like you know there's always a story that the Nazis were ahead of the game or and they, they, were, uh, they were they doing, tried to
1: find anything to give them a uh, uh advantage. Yeah. So like magic, alchemy, or all, all sorts of stuff to like get ahead uh in the war and that's where they stumble upon the pillarmen, but they could not you know um militarize them
0: yeah and so the Pillarmen basically kill mad nazis which you know hooray for them but strongheim does essentially try and stop everything and the whole thing is 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 predicated on the macguffin of the stone of aja that's what everyone's trying to get so they're racing to get that and that it's essentially like a race for that Uh, and, and, you know, it leads them to a bunch of fights, which eventually leads us to, uh, cars, you know, he's going to get the, you knew he was going to get the mask and the stone. You knew he was going to become a, the, 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 he becomes the ultimate life form cars (laughs) and Mm -hmm. and he is able to manipulate his body. He can fucking be water. If he wants to, he can be a, a eagle, a bird. If he wants to, he can do anything. Uh, and he can also be, uh, he can also be in front of the sun. He can also, he can, he can live in the sun. Yes. So he does he he cannot he cannot die uh cuz of the sun. Uh before he he gets that though. What do you feel about the chariot scene before he gets to the stone where where uh where Jojo has to uh do a chariot race <laughs> before he fights cars?
1: Um I like the chariot race a lot. I think uh it goes on for a little too long. Um It does. I am
0: glad that it's one episode yes, in the yeah. anime uh, cuz it's forever in the manga.
1: <laughs> so um I thought it was cool I thought it was like uh very interesting that they used the um what is it oxygen as a you know carbon dioxide all that sort of stuff as you know the means to the end uh, with uh wamu who you know manipulates the uh the air around him and puts it into his lungs and so he just kind of absorbs like a whole bunch of like carbon dioxide from you know the big fire pit that's happening for some reason and then uh joseph just lights uh, his uh fucking lungs on fire and i thought that was fucking crazy <laughs> um wh- what is it uh it's cool I-, I i liked it a lot i didn't like the um the part where wamu kind of just like got his arms obliterated i was just like this should probably be the end of it like i was just like like how are you not falling off your chariot yet but um it goes on and yeah, on and, on, and on it is what it is but i did enjoy the fight uh because wamu who has you know he is not as sinister as cars or acdc he's virtuous and you know has a heart of gold but you know he's running on instinct
0: he just yeah he's he's, he's doing what his, his homeboy wants him to do
1: <laughs> but cars becomes
0: the ultimate life form and this is where joseph kind of pulls out all the stops He he knows he cannot fight him yes and this this is why I this is where I think Iraqi was like ah I'm going to do something separate from every other you know every other series in Shonen Jump right now I'm going to I'm going to do something where I have the the, the hero outsmart the main villain who can't be defeated instead of just defeating him and running his head into a wall until something works I'm going to do something different so you have you have JoJo setting up traps you have him flying a plane into a volcano's crater. <laughs> <laughs> tries to he tries to like you know basically kill him by putting him into a and, and by melting him to death mm-hmm. uh and and I, I there's a lot of stuff he does here but essentially he uh he, essentially uh jojo finds that the best way to do this is to uh basically kind of like he he takes the the he holds up the super aja which like kind of magnifies all the energy from the from the volcano makes it erupt and then they're <laughs> blasted into the air dog <laughs> and then they not this space. finale
1: had my head hurting, bruh. Like <laughs> out of all the like, you know, the short end of it is it's all pure luck. This is n- this is not strategy, this is not brute forcing, this is an act of God <laughs> going, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like this motherfucker cars here. And then just <laughs> just fucking him over on like cars is adapting to every situation. But, you know, bad things are just like happening. So the crater gets shot up into the air and cars is just like, well, I'm just going to fly away. But then there's like hot pieces of molten rock that shoots up as well. And it clips his wings.
0: Know, no, 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 Cyrus, the last thing that hits him is Joseph's severed arm <laughs> that knocks him
1: back. Um, it, uh, his hands go through like his throat, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, also, uh, Joseph gets his arm cut off, and then you know, amongst all the other things that get shot up from the goddamn volcano, his arm just fucking just stabs right through him, and then it just it just gets crazy and insane, and then um, at some point, cars, you know, I didn't know a volcano can do this, but just shot him up to the fucking into space. Yeah. I, I love the narrator. The narrator
0: to me, we forgot, I have not even talked the narrator. The narrator, well, the narrator to narrator me is one of my right favorite. There, so. He's great. But my favorite, um, my favorite quote from him of all time is when he, he talks about cars being there still alive. And, and, and he stays in space for years until he, he no longer thinks anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, and I thought that was so poetic and, and really great to, to say like, what happens to a super being that cannot move and is essentially frozen. He, he loses the will to live. He just stops. Mm-hmm. He just stops thinking he, he doesn't die. Like, he just stops. He, he stops being.
1: Yeah. He stops trying to adapt to the situation because, you know, he literally can't. He would get fucked over like uh, all sorts of things. Um, and I, I like I thought this finale was like so crazy because like, you know, out of all the things that we see and read it and, you know stuff like that, nobody ever wins off pure luck alone. Like this, like this is something completely different that we ever seen before. And I think this is kind of the moment where I, I fell in love with Jojo.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. I was like, I was, I was on, I was on board here. Um, So after this, Joseph lands in the ocean, he's rescued. Uh, Susie Q, his, 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 his girl, his, his baby, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Becomes his wife. Uh, They marry. Joseph gets a prosthetic hand, wink, wink. Uh, S- uh Susie Q Joseph and Lisa Lisa move to America. We're gonna talk about Joseph moving to America next episode And oh. we talk about <laughs> Stardust. <laughs> Star- <laughs> Joseph-, Joseph has an English accent mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh battle tendency and it ceases to be in Stone Stardust Crusaders and, and onward. Uh Stroheim is killed <laughs> in the Battle of Stalingrad, of course, during World War One. Smokey becomes the first black mayor in Georgia. Right. And in nineteen 1980- eighty in nineteen eighty-three, a treasure chest grave with the name Dio is salvaged in the Canary Islands but before that in 1987 Joseph is it is in you know he's a lot older than he's a lot older in 1987 mm-hmm. but Joseph is about to go to Tokyo to see his daughter and his grandson who is his 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 young grandson who is in his jail cell
1: mm-hmm. he he he's about to invoke some discipline uh yes and then we get to the part that you know I guess everybody just like kind of like falls in love with which I think I'm indifferent towards now Uh after you know doing our rewatch yes yes so next episode
0: we're going to be talking about the 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 granddaddy of them all we're going to split this one into two episodes though because it's so goddamn long
1: hey, <laughs> so man, we're gonna be I talk- feel like we could really cut it down <laughs> that's how I'm we'll feeling see, we'll see what. Well, I feel like
0: part one. I want to talk about. I want to talk about Stardust Crusaders, and Stardust Crusaders is a moment. It is. It is more than just really the manga and the anime. It is the moment where JoJo kind of becomes mm-hmm. what it is. It's the this is zeitgeist. Guys, and this I is talk where Araki
1: kind of like shoots into the sky of popularity, not only in manga but in himself as well.
0: Exactly, and I, I want to. I really want to talk about. This is really the moment where JoJo broke through to America. And I think that that's what I want to talk about the first part. And then we could talk about. Uh, we can talk about the, the actual season in, in part two of the Stardust Crusaders episodes, but that was our look through not only just the lens of JoJo, but also the the first two parts of JoJo, which was Phantom Blood and Battle of Tennessee. They're on Netflix. Everything is on Netflix now. They have uh, they have loaded everything all the way up to stone and we don't know when the other the other yeah. <laughs> episodes are coming. But uh, that will we will give our initial thoughts. But there will be uh, after we do uh, Golden Wind, we will kind of touch on what we liked and what we, we didn't like about stone ocean so far. So stay tuned as we go through every single season of the anime from here on out uh, of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure on the Jojo agenda with myself and Cyrus on the lookout. So as the first episode, yeah. how you feel? You, you ready to do this? This, this is
1: great. Uh, finally being able to talk about Jojo uh, on, on uh, on the lookout, you know, I've, I've been on big eyes. I've been, uh, I don't think I've been on the lookout yet. I don't recall if I've ever been on the lookout.
0: Um this is this is our lookout. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's gonna be all great and fun. And you know, as we kind of formatted this whole podcast out, I think what I want to propose to you is think about what your stand is for part three. Oh wow. Okay. I already know what mine is, so I'm 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 gonna hash out the name.
0: Okay. I that's a good that's a good one. I think that we should leave that to also the people listening to the show. Mm-hmm. What is your stand? Yeah. What's your, what is your stand? And here's the thing. Your stand can't be all-encompassing. It can do everything because not even Washington, Rocky's done it twice.
1: I, <laughs> so I already came up with my stand and how I could be defeated. So, you know. I got to think of my.
0: I want my shit to be fire, though. I want my shit to be... Well, think, here's the thing. Think, my shit got to be... About how you, I,
1: think I, about how you lose as well because you run into a Star, You kind of clap, bro. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they, they, they can push my ass to goddamn Jupiter, nigga. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck they would but uh that that is our first episode of course thank you guys for listening to the jojo the jojo agenda the bizarre rewatch of jojo's bizarre adventure um, so until next time we'll be, we'll be putting these out probably in chunks so the next time we'll be talking about start, uh, Starters Crusaders course, mm-hmm. then we'll be moving on to Diamond is Unbreakable and then we're, we're doing Golden Wind and Beyond so we're, we're going to talk about not only just the animes but things around it all of the culture around Jojo and we're going to get into some, some anecdotes personal stories so thank you guys for listening to the first episode until next time peace out
1: That's I...